For some context, my name is Daniela. I'm 19 years old and I also happen to have a physical disability. I'm part of a group of people that has the same disability as me. The group is run by an organization that helps people like myself and is actually based where I live. The group is composed of local people as well as people from all over my state, so we usually meet by Zoom. Last summer though, the coordinator of the group who I'll be calling Marie actually announced that she was planning an in-person event that would last a week and was going to be where I live and where the organization is based out of. The aim of it was to just get us together and do different activities that would build up our confidence as people with disabilities, as well as to finally meet those of us who we didn't know in person. Originally, only females would be going. However, these two guys asked Marie if they could join in last minute. We were going to be staying at this hotel due to conveniences because it was so close to some of the places we would be visiting, as well as the train station, which was perfect for us. We arrived at the hotel on Monday, and the two guys were already there, as well as my friend Melissa who was from here. I had arrived with my friend India, and pretty much immediately upon getting there we all just mingled in the lobby. More people would be coming later on. Now this is where the story really starts. One of the guys was the ex-boyfriend of someone else who wasn't involved in the event. I had met him only once through a phone call while hanging out with his ex and some of my other friends. His name was Domingo, and he had immigrated here from Mexico. Now, it's important to mention that I'm actually Mexican as well, and Spanish is my first language, and I'm obviously fluent. And Domingo was taking English classes and spoke with a thick accent. Looking back on it now, I think the fact that I'm also Mexican and spoke fluent Spanish as well as me being female and much younger than him really made him gravitate towards me. As we were just mingling in the lobby, Domingo and I had caught up and he had met India, who I would be sharing a room with along with Marie. We had a big suite type room. So after getting settled and the rest of the people came, the whole group met in our room. That night was spent in our room basically having a pizza party and the whole time Domingo wanted to sit next to me specifically out of everyone there. I thought this was kind of strange because he had come with his roommate who also speaks Spanish. That night after everyone had left, India and I were joking about it. India kept saying how he wanted to turn into my future husband, and I just laughed. The next day we went into the mall, but as we were on the bus, Domingo began bringing up the topic of dating and he told me he liked me. Now, I should mention right now that I'm actually gay, and I was obviously not interested, and I had a girlfriend who's still my girlfriend to this day. I told him this, and he said, What? I wasn't really expecting that from a girl like you. I'm a very feminine type of girl, which I guess is what he was talking about. He then went on this tirade about how I was being manipulated by my friends and girlfriend to be gay, and how he thought that with the way that I was that I would have men swarming around me just wanting to be with me. He literally said, I have a feeling that if a man treated you right, you would fall in love with him right away. I told him never. We arrived in the mall and we went to have lunch, and again he sat at my table. While we were waiting, we had started talking about Mexico, and migrants came up. 
Domingo began being racist towards Haitian migrants, and he had called them a racist slur. I just looked at him and I nervously laughed, and I asked why he said that. And then he went on another racist tirade. All day in that mall he stuck to me, and he kept putting his hand on my shoulder as we would go places. I'm not even playing when I say he actually went into Bath and Body Works with me and a bunch of my friends. And out of everyone that was in Bath and Body Works, he was the only guy there, and he was just following me around there as well. So later that night at the hotel, my friend Melissa had invited us down to eat at the lobby. India was tired and she didn't go, but Marie and I did go. When we got there, Domingo was there, and he had even called me over to sit with them. Once again, he brought me up being gay and he kept asking questions that made me really uncomfortable. And he kept asking where India was and kept saying she was crazy, which again was really weird. And then the next day, it got even more weird. We did some more activities around the city, which included getting on the train yet again. While on the train, he obviously sat next to me, and it became a whole nother level of awkward, because now he was hugging me and he played me this famous Mexican love song, and he said that he dedicated it to me and he even tried kissing me, which I told him hell no and that I wasn't comfortable with that. He acted apologetic, and he said he respected me if I wasn't ready for it yet. During lunch that day, Solana, one of the moms of the group members, had pulled me into the bathroom, and both her and Marie were there. We had started talking, and I found out Domingo actually had a reputation within the organization itself for being a player. They told me to be careful and to tell them if he tried anything because they know I'm gay and that I've never dealt with this kind of thing. Again, throughout all the activities, he stayed stuck to me like glue and I seemed to be the only person he talked to. He would also constantly squeeze my knee and try putting his hand on my shoulder and more. Even my friends noticed him being weird, but they also thought I liked him back because I was joking around with him and also laughing too at some points. Which, looking back on it now, is probably why he kept trying to take things even further. Throughout all of this, I told my girlfriend Fabiola what was going on, and she was disgusted. After the event ended, Domingo would constantly send texts, asking me how I was, and he would call me. What made it so awkward was that every time he called, he would bring up how I was everything that he wanted in a girl, and he really hoped I would come around. He would also talk really bad about his ex-girlfriend, saying how she was living a miserable life, that she deserved it, and he would call her family names as well saying that her mom was weird and basically twisted what happened with his ex to make it look like her family was humiliating him. Also, he would go on long racist tirades about Fabiola, who belongs to a certain Native American tribe from Mexico and the US. He would call her all sorts of names and make fun of the way she talks and dresses. Now, Fabiola has some mental disabilities as well, and she has a very unique personality. So, him making fun of her like that really pissed me the fuck off. He would also want to get very personal, asking inappropriate questions about our relationship and just making me really uncomfortable. He would go on these tirades accusing Fabiola of manipulating me and trying to convince me that he could basically make me straight and that he was somehow better than her. 
The whole time he would go on these tirades, I would kind of just laugh because I was having major anxiety and I didn't know what to do or how to handle it. Fabiola would keep nagging me to tell Marie or Solana because obviously he wasn't going to stop bringing it up. But I would just tell her that it wasn't a big deal because it was just talk. It lasted for a week like this. Then one night I got up to go to the bathroom and had checked on my phone like usual, only to find that he had sent me a video at some ungodly hour in the night. It was a YouTube short, and it was basically a guy talking about how the best husband in the world is supposed to be. I immediately showed Fabiola the video. She was furious and she literally screamed at me to call Marie first thing in the morning after having breakfast because he crossed the line, and that if I didn't, he would get worse and worse and do God knows what else. So I did. Now, here's where it gets really disgusting. Remember how I said that he had a reputation for manipulating people? Well, it turns out that was just the tip of the iceberg. Because his ex-girlfriend was only 16 when they started dating, and he was 22. When her family found out about the relationship, Domingo took back to Mexico, only to return to try and do it all over again with someone else, me. And according to my friend Melissa, who was friends with his ex, he was very jealous and manipulative of his ex, and he abused her really badly. He wasn't even supposed to be there because he was way too old for the program, but the only reason Marie let him join was because of his roommate, and according to rumors, he had started trying to manipulate him as well for money. Also, no one in the organization knows where he came from other than the fact that he's from Mexico. No one knows who his family is or anything, and he doesn't even have a job. So anyways, the next day I was hanging out with some friends at the mall when Domingo tried calling me a bunch of times. I didn't answer. Later that night, he had sent me this long text saying how disappointed he was in me for telling Marie about everything that happened, and that the friendship we had was now over, and that he never did anything to disrespect me. Yeah, right. I again showed Fabiola who told me to forward it to both Marie and Solana, and I then blocked him right away, and that was that. I want to end the story by saying, please do not let anyone manipulate you, especially if they're trying to convince you that you're not who you are so they can get their way with you. If they don't understand and respect you the first time after you tell them no, tell someone you trust what's going on so they can really help you de-escalate the situation. Otherwise, it can get really bad. One last thing. If the people that you love are telling you that something isn't right with someone like that, don't brush them off like I did. They're telling you that for a reason. Stay safe, everyone. I want to start off by saying that I'm a 17-year-old female, and this incident happened to me around two months ago when I was still 16. I was out doing some afternoon shopping with my aunt and mom, and we had just left and had just reached our car. That's when suddenly I had spotted a white car parked right next to us, and mind you, I wasn't even in the car yet when I had made eye contact with a black male who looked to be around 27 years old and I remember feeling very uncomfortable right at that moment. The way he looked into my eyes really made me shiver and get my adrenaline rushing. So I rushed myself into the back seat of the car and closed and locked it as soon as I sat in there. 
That's when I saw from the corner of my eye that he had opened his door just so slightly at an angle. An angle that only I could see from. I didn't want to make eye contact with him since I could still feel his stare on me. That's when I could slightly see him having something in his hand. And my first instinct was that he had a gun on him. So naturally, I turned to look at his hand. And although I felt relieved that he didn't have a gun... I was absolutely disgusted when I saw the sight of his junk in his hand, all while he was looking at me with a disgusting grin. My heart dropped at that exact moment, so I yelled at my mother to hurry up and get out of the parking area. She looked at me confused as to my tone, and I just yelled at her again to hurry and get the hell out of there. And I had started crying, and she was asking me over and over what happened. I explained to her what that creep did, and then she got furious over the situation. Something that also doesn't sit right with me though is the fact that that disgusting creep parked right next to us when the rest of the parking lot was empty. That was the first red flag, and then also the fact that I look like a 12 year old, and that many people confuse my age. So I know I look younger, which could mean that the pedophile is most likely preying on young innocent girls. So to that disgusting pedophile that showed me their junk, Fuck you. I'm an 18-year-old female. For my first semester of college, I decided to study in Ireland. As we all know, it's legal to drink and club in Ireland as long as you're 18 plus. This took place over Halloween weekend. My friends and I decided to go out in our half-assed costumes since it wasn't actually the day. I wore a black corset and mini skirt with cat ears. We went to one of the most popular clubs in Dublin, and it was full to the brim. After getting there, we went to the basement level. The club consisted of three levels. Basement level, which was cultural music like reggae, afrobeats, and such. Main level, which was regular clubbing music. And then the top floor for the VIPs. Now, I'm a pretty attractive girl. And also being a black woman in Ireland, I get a lot of attention. On the lower floor, all my friends were pretty drunk already. And they also had their lovers with them. And they were kissing on the dance floor and dancing. I'm not much of a kisser myself. Especially with strangers in a club. I could just never bring myself to do it. But it was Halloween weekend. And my friends wanted me to have fun. I was about four shots deep by now, and fairly tipsy. We decided to go to the main floor where most of my friends were hanging out there with their guys. I decided that I finally wanted to be a crazy college student and then make out with someone in the club. So one of my friends and I go searching for cute guys, and before anyone says anything, we're just teenage girls, cut us some slack. I'm walking around and an older guy, probably around his late 30s and early 40s, grabs my shoulders and begins to flirt with me. He wasn't ugly, just aged. Imagine Prince Naveen with a man bun and beer belly. Yeah. Anyways, he began talking about how beautiful I was and how he wanted to take me home. Another thing I would like to add is I also have a baby face. So, I clearly wasn't anywhere around his age, even though he didn't know my age. I was still too young, though. I said I wasn't interested, and I started trying to make my way back to the group with my friend. But he followed. 
he started yelling my name and starting to grab me. I actually found it funny. My danger cues hadn't struck in yet. This was because I was pretty drunk, and my friends were telling him no. As we were trying to stop this man from following us around the club, we finally meet our other friends, and even with a group of guys and girls with me, he's still yelling stuff like, I'll find you. Let me just have one night with you. I can't even tell you how I felt. I just remember the face that I made. It was one of pure disgust and confusion, but the security got involved and everything was fine after that. That is, until me and my friend decided to venture out again. Yeah, that wasn't the best option for us young, drunk 18-year-old girls, but we weren't really thinking. Another thing about the club is that it also has rooms. Tons of rooms for smaller events or parties. We stumbled into the rooms and got lost, and you wouldn't guess who found us. Yep, the guy. He came running after me, full speed charging after me. He began screaming, I found you! With both me and my friend being intoxicated, we just started laughing and running, thinking it was a game. Now that I look back on it, only now do I realize just how much danger I was truly in. We found our way back to the main club, and after explaining everything that happened to us to the rest of the group, we decided to call it a night. Plus, the club was closing. Since the club was closing now, it was packed outside. I wasn't really paranoid or even on high alert. I was more upset that my night just wasn't spent the way that I wanted it to. So, after the club, a lot of my friends were out making out with various people. By now, I was sober and I just wanted to go home. Until I felt a tap on my shoulder. Turning around, I see him. It's the creepy guy from before. Before I can even react, he then kisses me and he begins to touch me. This is finally when I realized that I was in actual danger now. Even though I was surrounded by swarms of people... I felt as though whatever move I make now depends how my night is actually going to go. So I pull away and I push him off of me. My friends see this and they start yelling at him until once again security pulls him away from me. At this point I'm in shock and we're finally able to get a taxi to get out of there. The whole car ride consisted of me wiping my mouth and crying. I had finally fully sobered up and realized the gravity of the situation. The ride was quick, and we arrived to our student accommodation, which had a gate as we walked out of the car. We then saw lights approaching the gate. It was another taxi, and you wouldn't guess who was in it. The guy. At this point, I was absolutely shaking. Thankfully, you need a keycard to get into the gate. As we ran inside after my friend opened the gate, we could hear footsteps from behind us. Like in a movie... We enclosed the gate just in time. At this point, he's banging on the gate to let him in. We then call the Garda, which is the police in Ireland. Even while we're calling them, he stayed there. He was throwing items over the gate, trying to hit me, spitting at us and everything. I had started to have an actual panic attack, and from what my friends told me, I had passed out. The combination of alcohol and anxiety made my body completely give out. By the time I finally woke up, I was in my roommate's room. You guys might be wondering why I didn't go to the hospital. 
Well, the Irish healthcare system is terrible. It was actually better for me to just recuperate with the people who were there for me. My friend that was with me the entire night told the police everything. The Garda did call me the next day for my statement. But I don't know whatever happened to that man after that day. But I'm so thankful that me and all my friends are okay. I wish I could say that this experience made me never want to drink or go to clubs ever again. But for me, I just continued life like normal. It was just a bump in the road to me. Maybe it's because of all of the trauma that I've been through in my life. But like my mom says, take a day to dwell on it, then throw it away. You don't need that burden in your life stopping you from enjoying yourself. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe out there. Hey everyone, that's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send, you can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day, everyone. And remember, to always.